Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FN Nation? John Pepe here with James Karame. Welcome to the Better Baseball MLB DFS Playbook Podcast here, giving you our first look at Friday's 12-game main slate. James, sir, how are you doing? Happy freaking Friday, John. Let's go out with let's go out with a belt here. Great. Continue it on, carrying it over. <laughs> Love to hear it. Uh, we got 12 games on the main slate. Maybe we got a couple of games here with some weather uh, weather symbols. I know living in Massachusetts, we're going to have some rain this weekend here. Uh, L.A. Angels versus the Mets. Dodgers, Boston, and St. Louis, Philly with the rain symbols on the uh, early look here. So something to pay attention to when it comes to the weather as we move on throughout the day. Justin Vreeland will be the man on your playbook. Be sure to check out the weather section in the playbook there. For those of you who have not already yet subscribed to the Fantasy Alarm All-Pro Package, now is your time to do so. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial. Uh, access to all the awesome premium content that we have on site, premium Discord. And right now, our annual subscription is 40% off the monthly price. So uh, basically, you'll get uh, half a year or full year for half a year's price uh, if you buy the annual subscription today. Uh, before we jump into tonight's slate here, uh, shout out to Real Time Fantasy Sports. They have their best ball and fantasy football championships now live over there at RT Sports, and they're filling up fast, over 50% filled already. You go to rtsports.com slash alarm, promo code alarm23. New users who deposit there will get a 100% deposit match up to $200 when they make that deposit. Partake in their best ball or fantasy football championship contest or they also have DFS and DFS Pick'em games available that you can use your deposit match as well. James, DraftKings, Slate, 12 games. Let's do it. Let's do it. We have uh, two guys over 10K here, John. Spencer Strider, we're entering. We're in James Harden territory. We're sort in, of, yeah. Like, yeah, James Harden, what, 14K when he was playing yeah, alone? We're and, like Jacob DeGrom when he had like a sub yeah, two. true. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, when he had a sub, those guys were like 13 plus K pitchers. Uh, Strider certainly getting there because of that just crazy elite strikeout potential. Just had this matchup, just had it. He was home now, he's in a better pitcher's park in San Francisco. Held San Francisco to one hit, struck out 10. Nothing has gotten better for San Francisco since the start. They still suck against righties. Uh, <laughs> Well worth it. The best part of this being a 12-game slate is that means there are plenty of value options for us to likely choose from because it is getting to the point, which you were alluding to, where you just see the slate, you see his name, you click the button. You just you just plug him in. He's already there. He's part of the lineup. And you figure out how you fit the rest of your team around him. Makes it difficult to double spend. But you do have some interesting matchups. You have Brandon Woodruff against San Diego. We've talked about their struggles against right-handed pitching. Uh, we have Kodai Senga at home against an Angels team. That strikes out a lot. Now Mike Trout back on the IL. Otani dealing with a torn UCL. They got a young lineup. Senga at home has been elite, elite. $9,600 for him. Uh, Lance Lynn against Boston's probably a no-fly zone. They just hung up 17 runs on Houston <laughs> today. Uh, Logan Webb gets the opposite side of that matchup. Sonny Gray up over 9K as well at 9K. Home against Texas rounds out our top grouping obviously you're playing strider 
if you had to rank the remaining nine cane above pitchers, how would you go about playing them? There's one other name other than Spencer Strider I would play, and he's actually a ghost, so you can't even see him. He throws the ghost ball, I should say. Is it Senga? Kodai Senga, yeah. Okay. The, the ghost splitter. Yeah. Uh, dude, he looks amazing right now. Um, the walks have been limiting. I know there's been only two. There's been two every game, but like two is better than what it was earlier in the year. True. And because of that, he's been able to, I mean, look, the Cubs in the middle of their stretch, the Braves in the middle of their season, yeah. and St. Louis is, you know, obviously a threat because all, despite being a bad team, they're, it's not their offense that necessarily let no. them down. Um, so, and that was a test being on the road. I was weary because right. again, you look at his home road splits, home two six three. His away was over over four until the most recent outing when he held down St. Louis there, helped them out a bit. Um, but just elite home numbers, one eighty two average, two sixty three ERA. We know he's a big strikeout guy as well. And the Angels again striking out a ton. So I'm with you. When I looked at this grouping here, it was Strider, it was Senga. If you tried to play them both, you got about 3,500 a position. So, uh, you know, punt catcher, find a 2K outfielder, and then maybe you can make it work. If you're right. not going in that direction, next tier below, Dylan Cease against Oakland, uh, Bryce Miller against Kansas City, you Darvish, Milwaukee, uh, Keller against Chicago, but I don't think we're going to go there. Uh, he has been good. He has been good for us. No, I know. BB against Toronto, Bassett against Cleveland's or 8K range. Um, it's not exactly a tier. Like, I know Cease is going to get ownership. You know Cease is going to get ownership. We all know Cease is going to get ownership. He also couldn't get out of the sixth inning in a start against Oakland earlier in the year. Couldn't strike him out. It was just a miserable time because um, I was I played him that night. Uh, we know how inconsistent he is. Um, I could see myself getting to some Bryce Miller, too. Kansas City, other than Bobby Witt, has kind of cooled down. Like, Bobby Witt continues to be awesome. Everyone else has kind of, like, leveled yeah. off from where they were. So I could see myself getting to Miller. Darvish, eh, you know, it's fine. Uh, Bybee is fine as well. He's been really good, and Toronto has struggled against right-handed pitching, so we could um, go there. Bassett. Bassett is probably a pretty good play. I know he's been inconsistent here, but 23 fantasy points in two of the last three games. And Cleveland's offense is just abysmal, man. They are just, it is the point of the year where we're just going to pick on Cleveland as much as possible. And I feel like that's the spot here with with Bassett at 8K. They do have a good amount of lefties in their lineup. That's a little bit of a worry, but for the most part, they are a team we've been kind of targeting for sure um value range um i've been using a lot of sanchez here he's a lefty against the cardinals though yeah you know, a little bit of a you know maybe a little worry here but he's been he's been really good um you know brady singer's been a guy that's been pitching really well but seattle obviously has started to heat up uh, like what's your what's your pick when you get under this 8k range someone who fought for our money last time oh man he took the mound john Dude, he's been undoubtedly better since we saw with Grayson Rodriguez, right? Grayson Rodriguez was terrible, got sent down, came back up, looks great. Brandon fought, came up, looked terrible, got sent down, looks really good. Like, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, someone that I picked up in our, the seasonal league, you and I 
um, playing and are jockeying for playoff for, for positions a, a right now. Battle right now. Um, and right. and he threw seven scoreless against San Diego. And what we've seen from Fought is the strikeout upside, like five, eight, five, eight, five, seven. The last four starts. We've been talking about Cincinnati a lot when it comes to strikeouts lately. That's what they're doing more than anything else. So um, I like Brandon Fought uh, quite a bit here. If there was one other guy that like I'd be intrigued by, I know like you asked about the mid tier. I just skipped all the way down because I just didn't have a lot of interest in the mid tier. Truthfully, I, I think it's a it's a position full of landmines. So I just went right down to um, Brandon Fought right away. Yeah, that's fine. I, I don't I don't mind it. We're gonna find some value. Most people probably don't get there because they're worried about the you know about his overall production this year. But I could see. I can see a spot where we get where we get to it here. I'm trying to see if anybody else kind of pops for me. You know, we talked about Hendricks on the road. Hendricks' road numbers are really good. I know Pittsburgh is a team that is starting to wake up a little bit here. But, again, we've been playing Brett Hendricks. Um, I mean, he's been pretty good his last three starts. Quality starts in two of the three. Went five and two against the Mets. Was rolling there for a little bit. Got in a little trouble. Got taken up and had six strikeouts in that game. If he just gets wins, we're looking at 19, 14, and 18 fantasy points the last three starts uh, for him here. And the Cubs are probably going to be maybe slight favorites. I know you mentioned Keller's pitching a little bit better of late, but um, Hendricks and then you have Dane Dunning against Minnesota. You know, Minnesota can't hit home runs if he's throwing ground balls. And 11, 9, 7, 11 ground ball outs last four starts for him. So um, could – I mean – Minnesota presents a ceiling strikeout game for a guy that's had double digit strikeouts <laughs> two of the last four. Dude, he has is he's having one of the weirdest seasons ever. Cause like he well, has to be striking out. San Francisco I, the White Sox were I, sure. teams that strike out a lot. So and De- and he had the 10 against Detroit. He has three double digit strikeout games this year and has been over six once in every other start he's made. Like, but you're right. There is a ceiling a ceiling strikeout opportunity here um, for Dane Dunning. If that's where we wanted to go. I kind of, I kind of like it. Kind of um, could be a Dane Dunning mid tier play. I'm just pulling up to get the actual number here for the twins. Still the highest in baseball, 27.7%, 2% higher than the next team. Uh, over the last 30 days, it's nearly 29% against right-handed pitching uh, 28% the last 14. So again, <laughs> are we looking at another 10 strikeout game for Dane Dunning? We could. We could be. Uh, all right, infield here. Uh, obviously, we've discussed some matchups that we like uh, pitching-wise. So obviously, there's going to be some hitters that we're going to be looking to target. Uh, if we're spinning up, what's your top infield spend on the slate? Uh, top infield spend. Well, if that Boston game plays, like Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman have been two of my go-tos here. Pretty much every slate, especially Mookie, continues yeah. to be... Mookie's return to Boston? Dude, his return to Boston and in this form that he's in, because, like, we're talking about, like, actually the be- just the best player in baseball right now. I know we've... Otani is the best player, but, like, nobody is playing better than Mookie Betts, right? He is absolutely hey, on a... 500 Dude, over it's 10. just... I mean... We're on a different, he's on a different planet. So I think right off the bat, Mookie Betts would be um, the top spend up. I would be willing to go back to Zach Geloff at 55 against Dylan Cease. Dylan Cease, again, 
incredibly inconsistent pitcher. He has really good games. He has really bad games. This is mm-hmm. not the guy that we had last year. So um, I'm definitely going there. Uh, moving down the list, Francisco Lindor and Pete Alonso get Tyler Alexander yeah. taking the mound for, or Tyler Anderson, sorry, taking the mound for the Angels. And we know how bad uh, Alex, I want to keep calling him Alexander. Anderson has been um, against righty. So those would be yeah. the first guys I'd mention here above 5K. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Betts and Freeman. It's easy for me just to flip that matchup. There's a lot of lefties in this Red Sox lineup going up Absolutely. against Lance Lynn. Absolutely. Uh, you have Tristan Casas at 44. You have Rafael Devers in the infield there um, at 56. Two guys that I think, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how overlooked they go on a big slate. Right. Obviously, going Spencer Schrader, we already talked about it. You only have 4,200, a 4,100 position with only Spencer Strider in your lineup. <laughs> with only Spencer Strider in your lineup. So you got to f- figure out ways to get them in. We know the outfield when you get there. Verdugo might be one of the hottest hitters in baseball right now, the way he's swinging the bat. Yoshida. So the Red Sox lefties are going to be interesting here um, against Lance Lynn. Maybe you fit Weiler Abreu in that lineup to save you some cash. But uh, that's where I'd be looking to go on this one. You also have Ryan Mountcastle against a lefty in Freeland here. Um, we know his yep. ridiculous numbers against lefties uh, on the season are, are pretty valid as well. Um, any other top guys, or do you have any values that you're keying in on here? Um, taking a look at some value, I don't love it. Like you could get to Cole Calhoun, who's first base eligible now. Homers in a couple of days in a row uh, for Calhoun. You get the Bassett matchup. If you didn't want to play Chris Bassett, he is $3,500. Like, that's a pretty good value overall. Um, Still going down. First baseman, Andrew Vaughn is $3,300. Oakland is going to do an opener thing. And then Sean Newcomb, ex-Brave pitcher, is going to make his second appearance of the year for the Oakland Athletics, apparently, as the long man. So we'll see. But I do like Andrew Vaughn sometimes against left-handed, uh, left-handed hurlers. You, uh, Brandon, Brandon Belt is back in play against Tanner Bybee, thirty-six hundred dollars. Um, still going down. Uh, Brendan Rogers has been someone that's kind of woken up. John, um, he's had a couple multi-hit games in a row. He had hits in five of six, and four of those were multi-hit games. So Brendan Rogers is a really cheap price. Shane Langoliers, as I mentioned, is someone on um, on Wednesday or on Thursday stream that hits for a lot of power against right-handed pitching. So uh, those are just some guys that I would be looking at. I don't know if no, you have anyone else. No, that works for me. Let's go on over to the outfield here. Uh, again, top end plays Acuna 68. Otani is going to keep playing, he said. He's going to swing. Um, I saw. You know, Betts, as you mentioned, uh, they are uh, Carroll against Kennedy's at 57. Julio against Singer. The way he's been playing, maybe. What's your like go-to top end outfielder? Go-to top end outfielder, is probably Corbin Carroll or Luis Robert in the matchups that they have. Um, but like you can obviously get to any of them. Uh, I'll say, I'll say Corbin Carroll, Luis Robert. Okay. Those are the two I'd go to. Um, looking down, I mean, again, I don't really have much to argue with that. I could go Schwarber with the power against Mikolas. He homered again uh, the other day here. 
Um, I think that we can certainly look to target um, other matchups too. I mean, we've liked Darvish, but Darvish has also gotten us in trouble at times. You have Yelich here, uh, Adamas, you know, at home when we talk about the infield righty. So could be some spots there. Yeah. Um, I don't mind Yelich, uh, and then I don't mind obviously the Phillies guys. Uh, the, the thing is like Boston is really interesting here, um, with Mm -hmm. Yoshida at 48 Duval. Okay. Duval 46. Um, Nolan Jones hit another home run on Thursday and he hits and he hits lefties as long as, and they moved him up to second. So I'm hoping if he continues to stick at the top of the lineup, um, then we could keep going back to Nolan Jones. Um, but, uh, yeah. What do you do with, today. uh, these hot breaks? I mean, Logan Webb is a good pitcher, but I mean, Ozuna, you mentioned Betts being the hottest hitter in baseball. Dude. I know. I, mean, I know. <laughs> Marcel Ozuna says, hold my beer. 529, 1700. Yeah, I might have to backtrack. Um, and Eddie Rosario is almost right there with them, 429, 1300. So, I mean, like, I know it's it's in San Francisco, Pitcher's Park, and it's a good pitcher in Logan Webb, but these Braves, man, like, they're they're hitting right now. Yeah. Unreal? Un- hitting now. I mean, they're just hit. They, they just hit. Like, if it's if it's not Olsen, it's Ozuna. If it's not Ozuna, it's Acuna. If it's not Acuna, it was Albies. If it wasn't Albies, it's Riley. Yeah. Like, there's always somebody on 10. So, yeah, I mean, you could play him. I bet you this is one of the lowest-owned slates you'll ever get the Braves for the rest I, of the I, year. I'm kind of interested. Kind of interested. Same. Uh, 4K and under group. I mean, again, we talked about Santander against righties this year, uh, but I'm still willing to run him out there against Freeland. Wow, 4K, prices, huh? For a guy who's going to hit 30 home runs again this year? Down. Austin Hayes, we know, hits lefties. $3,800. You have Eloy, who's actually hit righties better than lefties. Uh, with Neil on the mound at 38, it's a pretty good price. Um, let's see, what else do we like down here? Tyler, Tyler, Tyler O'Neill, $3,500. Yeah, Melendez against Bryce Miller, if you're not in there. Again, KC, I mean, Kansas City and KC, two of the hotter teams right offensively rolling into each other right here. It'll be interesting to see which way uh, that breaks. You have Marlowe uh, down here as well. Um, Let's see here. I usually gravitate to these Minnesota guys, but I like Dunning, so I don't think I'm getting there. Yeah. Cheap Dodgers. I mean, I, I mention it kind of sure. a lot, but like uh, Outman, I know he slowed down a little bit, but he's had a good month overall. Kike homered again on um, on Thursday. He's been pretty good lately. Uh, Peralta, $3,000, and Jason Hayward is 28 Like there's cheap Dodgers against Cutter Crawford and you know probably I I'd imagine that game and the Oakland Chicago game as the two most loved sure. and did you mention Jaywan Bay at second base well he's second base outfield eligible 3k against Hendricks there not a, not a terrible spot for him um let's see anybody else again Cleveland's got some lefties you know Brennan kind of stinks but you know, something to consider. Weiler, as I mentioned, 2,300. Hit his first home run today during the Red yeah. Sox 17-run output. Uh, but he hit it off of uh, France, so it wasn't uh, wasn't Maldonado uh, like some guys were banging. It was an actual right. starting pitcher. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's a look at the value outfield or tier. I guess this is the question. What do we do at pitching? 
We know there's some value. Are we going to try to double spend? Do you like Dane Dunning? Do you like a different mid-tier guy? Um, Fought 56? Like, what are you thinking? I think it's between Bassett, uh, Dunning, and Fought, depending on which, right, how well, we want to approach Strider and Fought, we have 3,900 a, a pitcher. Uh, Dunning and Strider gets us 37. So a couple, a couple 200 bucks. Let's start with Fought. I kind of like Dunning a little bit more, but I think we need, we need the money. So let's. Well, I'm okay going Dunning. Let's just play Dunning. That's fine. We'll spend. We have mentioned it. Weiler yeah, is twenty three hundred dollars. Plug Weiler in here now. I don't even know. Especially especially lefty against Lancelin. like that. That is all right. So thirty nine catcher position. I'm sure we have a value catcher down here. Uh, Kinzer twenty seven. Oh, Naylor, since we're not playing Bassett, but I know Naylor's been bad if we we don't have to go there. Um, I mean, Moreno's still 23. Are they, they going to play anybody else? Uh, no, they're, no, they're not. Yeah, so we I don't we'll, we'll, we'll punt with Moreno. I'm fine with that. He's been heating up like we mentioned. All right, now we have 42. We can work with 42. Yep. Um, What did you want to go with? What's the, what's the um, way we want to, to handle this? Well, we're going to want to, uh, I think some Baltimore guys, so Mountcastle at first base, okay. uh, Santander in the outfield, two guys that will, you know, keep us, Power. um, That's let's see, the Dodgers are in a good spot against Cutter Crawford on the flip side, obviously, yeah, do you want to pick, use Boston, pick Buki at second, probably, 34, probably. um, probably, probably. I'm gonna, probably going to need going to need to find another value. Most likely going to have to come in the outfield. Three uh, K guy here. Um, you said that Peralta was three K. Yeah, Peralta is three K. Six. And where's where's Volpe when you need him? Where is Volpe when you need him for sure? Uh, let's see here. Could go Westberg. Uh, Wynn Win is twenty five hundred. Yeah, Westberg's. Actually, I'm good with a go and win. That's good. Win's a good call. Win's 2,500 uh, at short. 4,700 gets, gets us. Uh, I guess, I don't know. Nothing. That's nothing a, that I really. Nothing. Nothing. Don't think uh, there's anything that's great there. There's really nothing that's there. Um. Let's see. I still think Westbrook could be a play. So we do that. That's twelve hundred. It's got a forty-two hundred dollar outfielder, or a forty-two or thirty-seven hundred dollar shortstop. One of the two. Kind of like Verdugo. yeah, go Verdugo. Yeah, Verdugo's he's heating up. All right, so we got three Baltimore, Moncastle, Westbrook, and Santander. They hit Westbrook fourth the other day, so it could very well be in the middle of their lineup here again. We get the one off of Mookie Betts that we like, Strider, Dunning, Moreno. Uh, win Santander. We also talked about if we, you know, going with Fott, that, that will open up obviously a lot more money. Another eighteen hundred bucks if we didn't like Westberg and Gunner or something like that. You know, so there's uh, different ways to approach, but we got a couple of value plays to pair up with Strider, and we know where our stacks are. Uh, James and I will be back for the five o'clock live streams. So make sure you tune in. We'll have all the updates. Dressing Reeling on your playbook here this evening as well. So get us in the Discord. Good luck this afternoon. If you have any questions, get us on Twitter in there, and we will catch you guys later.